You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson Mon behind the scenes, pressing the buttons, making it happen. And thank you this morning for that with a little German touch. I appreciate that. Uh, a German precision that we yeah. that we we rarely see here in The Breakfast Show. It's a German show. precision, making all the buttons work in the right way. Mm-hmm. Is that the is that a bad German accent? I've actually heard she spot on. Yes. I've heard Monica speak German before, and I was so surprised. I have too, but I was scared. Interesting. Oh, a little different. You is dude, and she's laughing at us so yeah. loud. I I wonder if we can hear it through these microphones. How loud she is laughing. I don't know, but I I definitely was scared. I heard her speak at one time. And I was wow. like, please do not hurt me. Um, you know, she sounded to me. She sounded like the the fat kid from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, he is adorable. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh wow, that's that's cute. He has a serious eating problem, though. Yeah, he needs and help. That's not funny. He needs help. It's you know, it's been lots of years, and I hope <laughs> I hope he's gotten help since then. You're listening to the. <laughs> he's breakfast like an show. old man now. You're listening to the breakfast show, and we are going to have another clue for the quiz. Clue me in. The tenth commandment, or the ten commandments, are found in my twentieth chapter. So not only the Tenth Commandment, but all ten of them are found in my 20th chapter. If you know what book this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. This is getting heated. Well, well it should be. Guys, yeah. guys. This is a this is a tough one. The, I mean, the first clue was crazy. Can you just read the first clue The again? first clue was the bravery of Shifra and Pua in disobeying the king is found in my first chapter. It's it's crazy. Oh, we got a oh we got a text message in right here from California. My good oh. friend Brad uh, texted in. You got the right answer, Brad. Nice Sh- work. Shout out California. Yeah, he said, and he also said rookie stuff. And then he uh, gave the uh, the name. And he's only been listening from that clue as well. Too. And uh, we we well we've got a bunch of correct answers coming in now. Shout out. Di- Diana, Diana, and Suzanne as well. But Tim writing in, that's awesome German ac- That's an awesome German accent. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, 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 as the Spanish would say. So you're really, you're really, you're really, who says it like that? Uh, like all of Brazil and Africa. They When they laugh, <laughs> they literally just put a bunch of Ks in their WhatsApp text messages. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> Wow, I don't know. I, know I don't know what that. I don't know how the sound. I'm a huge is. fan of the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and and when non-Spanish people read that and they're like ja, 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 like huh? Ja, 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 ja. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the I always get confused when the Swedes text like hey, but it's H E J. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that one, that'll mess you up. <laughs> a. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, but it's H-E-J. Yeah, not A like it's not Canada, H- Yeah. That's they, a different just writing a story. Hedge. We're really sorry about daddy. Did, did you read that the first time and think, man, what does hedge, hedge. mean? What's hedge a, fund. I'm in. <laughs> what's a hedge? Oh, we've got tons of people. Bruce and Liz. Bruce and Liz. Frecker getting with the correct answer. And hey, let us know, what is your favorite accent? What? No. <laughs> and which one would you like Blake to do? And whichever accent get in trouble. gets the most votes, Blake has to speak like that for the rest of the show. Whoa. What so, if I can't do the accent? Well, doesn't you matter. just have to try. <laughs> okay. You, you were born to try. You were born to 
to get in. Born to try and fail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to the breakfast show here on Faith FM. God is good, and we have a we have a Bible study today. I'm excited about that mm-hmm. more than any of these accents that you're putting me under. Uh, ooh, Tim is saying Italian. That's a tough one. Can you can you Italian is dude? I want to say Italy is one of my favorite places to go just for the food. Just for the food. Yeah, I'm just like a food guy. For mm-hmm. sure. And like you go over to Italy. Like pizza pasta yeah, type it's deal? Like, it's a pizza and a pasta. Molto bella. It's a beautiful pasta all the time. And I just, uh, <laughs> is that is that good or no? That's terrible. That's, that's so bad. <laughs> that's perfect. So the bad, the better it is, the better maybe. Oh, New sure. Zealand accent. Have I you can't, got... It's hard. New, I, I've tried New Zealand. It, like, in... Oh, he, it's like you just go a bit more high pitch. It's... Oh, he going? Oh, but then I'm speaking. That's like an Australian phrase. Excited? Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I'll have I to work on New Zealand. That's a tough one because the Kiwis. Fish and chips. Yeah, fish and oh, chips. Oh, I just have to. Th- but th- you could do like the island one. You're like, oh, hey, no worries, mate. It's yeah. All, it's all good here. You just got to do the. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, use your head. It's, uh, it'll be a good time. <laughs> that is the worst Islander accent I, know it is. I have ever I, heard. It's, it's that, really bad. It's amazing. Oh, there's, there's this classic video. I'm really when sorry I was to young, all young. Islanders so, everywhere, please. Oh, I want a chop, a potato chop. Yeah, don't beat me up when I leave the studio, eh? <laughs> I'm just a simple guy. That that is actually hilarious. <laughs> that that that's a hey. If if you feel uh, that this is funny or you're offended, let us know. Zero four nine one. This could be my last 064-669. show. <laughs> that's that is awesome. Actually, I love that. At the end there, when talking about leaving the studio, I'm like, wow, this guy. This guy. This guy knows some stuff. All right, he's got some moves. Got some moves. Oh oh, Ireland. Uh, see, Ireland is... That's hard. I, I can't do Ireland. Ah, a bit of an Irish accent, is it? Oh, oh, oh. top of the morning to you there, Loss, and you're a little wee fellow with a... got the little moustache there on the top of the lip, and you're growing it right, uh, right to the top there. <laughs> I, I, I can't do accents. I can just kind of imitate videos that I've seen. My mom's name is Erin. Oh. Which means Ireland. My half my half I feel my, like I've got to be able to do Irish. If I can't do yeah. Irish, I'm not even going to be doing anything for my mother. It's it's uh, I've got to honor her. And my my mum's name my mum's name is Fitzpat. Like last name is Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatty. Yeah. Wow. So I it, like she is redhead Ireland. You you look Irish. She's bro. yeah. So that's that's my blood. I'm a little bit Irish yeah. as well too. But I I'm like black Irish. I love the the Scottish accent because there's a show that I used to watch that was in Scotland. It's like this comedy show, and it's yeah, you know, there's this classic clip from it. It's like, what's heavier, a kilogram of steel or a kilogram of feelers? What's right, a kilogram of steel. Kilogram of steel. Steel is heavier. Steel's heavier than water. And then, like, obviously, that's that's wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, no. I think that they proved that it was. Steel is heavier than feathers. No, but what if I'm saying both is because of the density. Yeah, of no, course. but it's the but, same. But they're, but they're talking about weight. I don't know. <laughs> talking about weight. Anyways, you're listening to the Breakfast Show on Faith FM. Let's we do are going to much more productive. Yeah, let's let's do a, let's, let's do a Bible study. Thank you for Bible letting study. us your letting us know your favorite accents and us attempting them poorly. Uh, we have been talking about the three cosmic messages that we see in the Bible, specifically Revelation 14. I want sound 14. effects for that. Mon, do we have any sound effects? For... <laughs> no. <laughs> Not those sound effects. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The three cosmic messages. Yeah, so that's, that's that what we've been doing. That makes it a little doing. bit better. Yeah. So wow, far. the first one really... Okay. There we go. Okay. That makes it yeah. better. 
Get hyped. All right. Never, never press those buttons ever again. Thank you, Monica. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so we've been doing the three cosmic messages. We've been yep. looking at Revelation chapter 14, 6 through 12, and what we see these messages, what we see there is these messages that are brought down from heaven by these three angels. Three angels' messages. Um, and we've just been seeing like all of the aspects surrounding that, particularly in the book of Revelation. And we've come to today's study, which is titled The Story of Grace, A Story of Grace. Which is really uh, talking about the everlasting gospel that we read here in Revelation 14, verse 6. It says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. Now, mm. everlasting gospel kind of talks about the past, the present, and the future. Mm. But what I want to talk about, when we talk about gospel as well, too, there are four parts that I believe the lesson brings up really, really clearly in the book of Romans from the from yesterday's mm. lesson as well, too. Mm. And even though we weren't on yesterday, I want to touch on these because I think they are powerful. So number mm. one, when it talks about the points of the, the gospel or especially of grace that we need to remember, number one, we are justified freely by grace. You don't have to do anything mm. other than being justified freely by grace. Grace is sufficient for you. Number two, mm. Grace is a declaration of God's righteousness. So God's righteousness is declared through his grace for us. Number three, mm. grace justifies those who by faith accept Jesus. And number four, God's love was demonstrated for us while we were yet sinners. Amen to that. Mm. So even while we didn't deserve the grace, and that's what grace really is, is this pardon for something that you're guilty for, even when you don't deserve the pardon. This is what God offers us through the everlasting gospel. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. I find it's very interesting that when you look at today, the zeitgeist of today, you know, like today's situation, mm. today's uh, current cultural perspective mm. the winds of change are howling through the mm-hmm. uh through the community basically mm-hmm. one day this is acceptable and okay the next day it's not you know mm-hmm. one day literally one day someone could be a man and then they're a woman the next day i mean this is the kind of crazy stuff you look at you know uh the kardashian family right it's one of the biggest families that's like most well-known especially in america but even australia as well too mm. people know the kardashians you know there was a long time where uh bruce jenner was the father <laughs> and mm. now he's the mother of the whole family the matriarch of the and now there's two matriarchs mm. and i i find that like this is the kind of world that we live in now where truth and well truth in general is has become subjective it's oh that's my truth mm. Whatever your truth is, you can hold on to your truth. But no, there is a true love story that has been told from the beginning of time that essentially tells us that even though sin has separated us from God, Jesus has come and sacrificed himself Mm. on your behalf so that you can have eternal everlasting life. That's the everlasting gospel. The life that you don't deserve, essentially... The death that you deserve, he he died so that you could live the life that he deserved 
as the king of the universe. Mm. Now that is the everlasting gospel. That's beautiful. And the only thing you have to do to accept this and to obtain everlasting life is to ask Jesus into your heart and say, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I need you in my life. I want to follow you. I don't even know how to do this. But I want to be real with you, and I want you to come into my life as well, too. Now, Lawson, you and I both have had this experience. Mm. We've both, you know, there's been little touches of religious seeds that have been planted throughout our lives. But ultimately, God doesn't have any grandchildren. Mm. He only has children, right? So it doesn't matter what our parents do or our grandparents do or our great-great-grandparents do. Whatever they do, that's on them. That's their journey. But you, as an individual, you have to become a child of God. Mm-hmm. And you can only do that by making the decision to accept the everlasting gospel for yourself. And, of course, we, over the last weekend, have been celebrating Easter, the time in in which we see... 2,000 years ago, God made provision for that grace to exist through the death of Jesus Christ. And I love that narrative throughout the Bible. Like, God is this God of ultimate provision. He has provided from the very beginning everything that humanity needs. And the question is, well, is there a time in which God says, no, that's too much? You know, it's, it's, I, I, I'll, that, that's, I can't go that far. You know, for, for a humanity that has disobeyed, that has left me. And I think ultimately, in, at the end of the day, the, the thing that God won't do is allow sin to last forever and to live forever because it's it's, Amen. A, it's against him, it's against his nature, and it's against his creation. And he knows that it's so harmful. But it's like, okay, so if he if that's something that he cannot do, he cannot allow sin to last forever, well, then he needs to step up to do something about it. And it's like, okay, well, what what did God do to enable sin to come to an end? Oh, he he hung on a cross. Uh, he he and 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 you could be thinking like, oh, but he he could have just destroyed humanity. He could have just destroyed humanity, destroyed sin. But again, the situation that God works out is not only fully in line with His character. Not only is it final, but it's also loving as well. Where it's like, oh. Yes, I'm going to bring sin to an end. Oh, how am I going to do it? Through an act of ultimate love and sacrifice. And today's study is called, you know, a story of grace. You know, how it is, how is it that we come to a place where Christianity is preaching this message of grace and hope from God? And it's, you know, which is called the good news, the, go- the gospel. It's like, how have we come to a place where we're talking and speaking and understanding grace because of the amazing thing? that God has done to provide grace. So I just want to say as well, too, for our listeners, if you don't know this, the word gospel is literally the word good news. It Mm -hmm. means good news. So when someone says the everlasting gospel, they're saying the everlasting good news. And this is the good news about Jesus. Now, what I want to do, uh, what I want to do, Lawson, is I want you to read Revelation 13, verse 8. And I'm going to read 1 Peter 1, 18 to 20. So not exactly at the same time because that would be a little bit confusing. But you read one, three, two. (laughs) You read one. I'll read the other. And what I want to do is kind of look about or compare these two verses and help us to understand what this actually teaches us about 
the plan of salvation, mm, right? Absolutely. So let's look at that. You read that one, and I'll read First Peter 1, 18 to 20. If you want to follow along while you're listening as well, too, this is part of the 20 Million Movement Bible study that's happening all around the world, and we're just going through this story all together as well, too. All right? Lawson, you're up. Okay, so this verse reads in Revelation chapter 13 and verse 8, all the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Now, a little bit of context, Revelation 13, talking about the two beasts, which are essentially two institutions or powers that are controlled by Satan on this earth to do his bidding. So, all who worship the beast, who worship Satan through proxy of the beast, or all whose names have not been written, so those people who do that, their names have not been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation or the foundation of the world. And then picking it up in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Mm. So what does that teach us about uh, the plan of salvation? Is this some plan that was uh, done kind of the way that you and I like to do our assignments at yeah. university? Yeah, uh, past the due date. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we should probably get that done, sorted. Or, or was this done... Before the universe even existed. Yeah, well, in, in in the Bible it says, like, at the foundation of the world or before the foundation of the world. What we ultimately see is that as soon as there was a sinner, and even preceding that, there was a savior. Uh, before the need, yeah. the solution was there. God, God, again, we see a God who is always making provisions for the best outcome for others. We see a God who is totally loving, totally self-sacrificial, and totally other-centered. And because of that, he said, well, no matter what happens, whether sin comes into existence or, or not, I have made provision for that to take place. And what is that through? Or oh, giving up my own life in, in some capacity, in some way. This really brings to light the idea that like those who fail to plan, plan to fail. From the very beginning, oh yo! From the very beginning, God is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm choking. Got the here. coughs. In I'm here. choking wow. up from the emotion of it all, but wow. <laughs> but in reality, I mean, there is is quite it's emotional. Powerful, yeah. That God knew He was going to save us before mm-hmm. we even knew that we needed to be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to think about that on a microscopic level, which oh, is on a personal level. Like, so He's looking at that from the universe. Everyone needs to be saved before they even know. But in your own personal life, right now, while you're listening to this, before you even knew that you needed a Savior, Jesus had a plan for your salvation. Mm-hmm. Before you even comprehended the concept of talking to Jesus about your salvation, he made provision for you to have a home in heaven. He wants to give you heavenly real estate. He wants to allow you to live for eternity and guess what? You haven't done anything at all to deserve this. Mm. That's the everlasting gospel. You don't deserve this. But Jesus is so good and so loving and so kind that he made a plan for your salvation before you even existed. Mm. Before you even had the concept of, hey, 
I want to live for eternity. Before you even were alive, he wanted you to live forever. That mm. is some powerful stuff to me. That helps me to realize that the Jesus that we serve is a Jesus that I want to serve for the rest of my life for eternity. It is a joy and a pleasure to be a part of the kingdom of God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I love that song. <laughs> you don't know this, but I was singing off-key the whole time in the studio. In the studio. And no one could yeah. stop me. Uh, I was losing it. I was hearing it. Yeah. I, I was, I was actively trying to yeah. stop you. You're, you're, I, I got the tape out. You know, I got, you know... Can't stop me. When I'm singing that song... Can't stop, won't stop. You can't hold me down when I'm singing Low Down the Chariot uh, yeah. by the Gaither Vocal Band. You know, I didn't used to like the Gaither Vocal Band at all. Mm. And I'm not sure if they're my favorite band. What changed? Uh, I was just forced to listen to it on repeat over and over and over at okay. my house. Yeah, 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 and then all of a sudden, it's just like... It's like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like after a while, I'm like, I love the Gaither vocal band. Uh, but no, that song is really cool. And they got some other really cool ones as well, too. I, I love the one, uh, Mark Lowry as well, too. He's uh, the comedian of the Gaither vocal band. Mm. He is just hilarious, but also love the songs that he sings as well, too. He's a good singer. But it was funny. I, I relate to Mark Lowry because they can't teach him a part to sing in the song. They have to, like, I was watching a documentary on them. They have to lie to him and tell him that his part is the melody. And then they play it as the melody. Then he learns his part, and then he only can sing that part, and he thinks it's the melody. But it's Uh, not. Oh, yeah. Little classic melody switcheroo. I I am not good at harmonizing. No. That's true. I well, it's I. I, I it's because you're Irish. I'm not good at harmonizing. No yeah, you're not. You suck, Lawson. No, you're I mean, a good I, singer. I can do it, but you're a great singer. But you are. I think you have to be I'm, of a Pacific Island descent and or African have, descent. You have to be some kind of ethnicity yeah, to like, be able to harmonize. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, we, we're an ethnicity. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, an ethnicity, but, but, but like a non- You got to have a little African in you to yeah. or Caribbean maybe. Some Latin. I'm not sure. Actually, yeah, the the the, the Brazilians are really good at harmonizing as well. Essentially, like Northern Europe just kind of gave up on harmonizing. Yeah, They're just like, right. we're going to do that, melodies. They were like, let the right. piano, let the organ do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the man, I got to say, some there's some beautiful harmonies out there, which I'm surprised. The Gaither Vocal Band, they're 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 of the European descent, and they do a really good job with the yeah, harmonies. Yeah, fantastic. You're listening to The Breakfast Show, and we have one final clue for the quiz. Many people have been getting it correct. The second book of the Old Testament, I contain 40 chapters. Now we're getting really easy, guys. Come on. 0491 Did you just say it's two clues in one? Yeah. It's the second book of the Old Testament. Testament. It's got 40 chapters. Okay. Yeah. 0491 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. So we can say it's definitely not Genesis. It's definitely not Genesis. It's also definitely not Revelation. Yeah. (laughs) But everything else in between... It's up for grabs. It, yeah, that's right. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. You've been doing a little. Speaking of accents, you've been doing a little accent. It could literally be anything. <laughs> Is that correct? Sure. Literally, we've got a te- we've got a text message here from Janelle. She's saying Indian accent, please, Blake. 
Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. The, the, um, that is that is a one way street to getting canceled. It's I'm not sure. Like if the cancel culture can handle it. Yeah. Um, if if you do it wrong, you're out. Like you. What's the right way to do it? I don't know. If you do it too right, then you're out too. That's that's what I'm thinking. It's a it's a scary one. Yeah, I, it's too intimidating. It's a, it's it, like Blake is sh- sitting here like in, in the studio, right shaking, <laughs> shaking at the quaking at the thought of having to do it. Why are they putting me in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. Anyway, we got to keep going. That's we're gonna get, get cancelled. I'm sorry. Let's get back to the Bible. You're listening to the breakfast show. Oh, shout out, Margie and Kayla, just sneaking. In but there. the Bible could get. I was gonna say, let's get back to the Bible that won't get us cancelled. But I was just thinking, the Bible can get you cancelled in some countries. We talked about that story Absolutely, in Israel. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Uh, and and I think there's other countries as well too mm. uh, that have basically banned the Bible. We talked to the. Yeah. the Tony Benjamin with Voice of the Martyrs, and there's some mm. there's some canceling of there's Bible some awful stuff. stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather get canceled for the Bible than doing a bad Indian accent. Absolutely. So if if I had to make the choice, let's stick with the Bible. We have another text message here from Suzanne. She says, "Good observation, Blake. I hadn't thought about the idea that God has no grandchildren." Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because we are all children of God. But mm. yeah, you're right. What are we going to say? Well, in a biological sense. Uh, we are the great to the power of uh, however many generations, I don't know. Like, b- because Adam is literally the son of God. Mm-hmm. No one birthed him. He was, he was formed out of the dust. So in that sense, biologically, we are very uh, removed from God. But at the same time, the Bible, poetically, in the book of Psalms, it says we're, we were formed in the womb by him. He knew us when we when we were there. But furthermore, in terms of our relationship to him, yeah, we're all sons and daughters of God. And uh, I actually love that too, because if we're sons and daughters of God, the Bible is then explicitly clear that then we are then brothers and sisters of each other. And Jesus. And Jesus, yeah. So I, I was singing the song over the weekend in Tasmania. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the one that's like, even though you're my brother, you're my king. Do you know mm. the Do you know the those lyrics? Uh, is that uh, um, as the deer? as the deer? Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. the song. That's actually that is the song. Mm. Uh, actually, Mon, I don't know if we have that. Can you look for that song as the deer? Because mm. uh, that's a that was an it's absolute beautiful song. But mm. it's so important for us to recognize that the gospel is given to us as children. Right? It's it's a gift that, like when you give a gift to a child, right? You can't force them to open the gift. You can't force them to use the gift. But in order to enjoy the gift, you have to take the wrapping off, you know, open the box, and there, whatever the gift is inside is there. Mm. Look, the gift is freely offered to everyone. Mm-hmm. You might have some neighbors or coworkers, friends, family. You can offer them the gift of the everlasting gospel. But unless they open it for themselves, that's the only possible way that they can become children of God. Because mm. there are no grandchildren, like we said before. Just because you're a fifth generation Christian doesn't mean that you have a golden ticket to heaven. That's mm. not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and if you find someone trying to sell you golden tickets to heaven, run. Run away. Run away. That, that's Maybe rebuke them and then run. Yeah. That's <laughs> I right. rebuke you. Boom. Uh, it's, it's important for us to remember that like God really does provide 
through the everlasting gospel, the provision for eternal life, mm. but you've got to accept it. Mm-hmm. And it's only if you accept it are you able to experience the joy of the Lord, mm. right? So last verse here, I want to read through. Uh, there's a little quote from Romans 16.25, and this is from a book called The Desire of Ages as well too, but I'm going to read the the quote from Romans chapter 16, verse 25. I love the application of this. It said, the Bible says, the plan of our redemption was not an afterthought, a plan formulated after the fall of Adam. It was a revelation of the mystery which hath been kept in silence through times eternal, Romans 16, 25. It was an unfolding of the principles that from eternal ages have been the foundation of God's throne. That feels good. You're Mm. not an afterthought. Your salvation is not an afterthought. You were someone that God thought about before the creation of the world. He values you so much that he had a plan for your salvation and your redemption, and he wants to be your Lord and your Savior. Mm. Not only, he, he doesn't just want to save you, he wants to be your Lord as well too. And when God is both your Lord and Savior, your life becomes different. It's one thing to accept Jesus as your Savior. It's another thing to accept him as your Lord and Savior. Because as your Lord, he sends you to places that would otherwise be impossible to go. Mm. He is the king of your life. And so when you are thinking about Jesus and the plan of salvation and and the plan that he has for your life, don't just think of him as the Savior that has saved you from your sins, but think of him as your Lord and Savior that keeps you on the right path and helps you to achieve and accomplish things that would otherwise not even be on the table, wouldn't even be uh, possible from before. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. So I'm actually from, my family's from the Appalachian Mountains. Where is that? Uh, it's, well, the Great Smoky Mountains uh, is where we're actually from, which is a part of the Appalachian mm-hmm. Range, which is in North Carolina. Mm. So I think there's a little bit of in Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia. I don't know if it goes to Kentucky or not, actually. I don't think it does and it might touch georgia as well too Mm. and south carolina as well too so and those mountains are beautiful they're smoky and they're great yeah they're actually great and smoky the great smoky mountains (laughs) unlike Uh, all the scary mountains in australia there's no mountains in australia there 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 are mountains but they're like what mountains but they're just like less interesting than american what, what mountains that's not a mountain. That's like a hill it's on steroids. It's the biggest one. <laughs> it's the biggest one we have. You can ski down it. That's a mountain. That's true. And it is actually fun. I've been there and, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It was a great mm. hill. Good hill. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Look, I, I, feel I the love Australia, but it doesn't have real mountains. I'm sorry. Like, you, we're not talking Austria. We're not talking – there's there's bigger mountains in yeah. Germany over there. Like uh, – uh, the, New Zealand's got huge mountains. I think Tasmania. Well, Tasmania has mountains for mm-hmm. sure. They have some real mountains over there. Mm-hmm. They look they look pretty real to me. They're bigger than Mount Kosciuszko. Actually, I don't know. No, Mount Kosciuszko is definitely bigger. But the problem with Mount Kosciuszko is it's so gradual. Uh huh. Like it's just like it's like going up slowly. Yeah, that's me going up really really slow. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I want something a little more. Actually, and to be honest, Mount Kosciuszko is actually a pretty tall mountain. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I, I'll acknowledge it as a mountain, but it's, it just needs to be steeper. Mm. It's, it's so oh, wide. Dude, it's pretty base. steep when I'm getting absolutely steezy 
down the face of it on a snowboard. When I am when I am rocketing down that hill, hitting the fattest tricks, like yakking that pow pow, dude, absolutely going absolutely off, like oh yeah, bro, dude. Then it is. And speaking of mountains, we have our answer for the quiz. A mountain of a clue. The Book of Exodus. Oh, which contains some pretty important mountains in it. <laughs> like I would venture to say the most important mountains of all time yeah you, you could say that shout out mount sinai now there was a clue in here it says uh the 10 commandments are found in my 20th chapter and it would be in exodus chapter 20 the children of israel are at the base of the mount sinai and moses is at the top receiving the 10 commandments a lot of controversy about mount sinai did you know that yeah sure like, this is like Today? Well, yeah, no, right now. There's some places that believe it's the real Mount Sinai that yeah. they won't let you go to. And then they have the, quote, Mount Sinai that's available to go and look at, but they won't let you go to the other one. And the, the one that you won't, the, they won't allow you to go to, the whole top of it is burnt off, which is interesting. Wow. Because... They've got the real, real... Yeah, I, I'm not... Exactly sure its location. Mm -hmm. If you have the archaeological evidence, please text us at 0491064669. But that is, it's an interesting thought that the Mount Sinai that most people think is Mount Sinai, it's controversially not. And the real one, no one is allowed to go to, and it's fenced off. And the Mm -hmm. whole thing, and the whole top of it is burnt off as, you know, fire, maybe. As some, some fire damage up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, the book of Exodus also details about how they left Mount Sinai and they began to make their way over to the promised land. But, you know, it would be in the later books of the Torah where you realize that they, they don't get there until... They don't make it. They don't make Part it Part of Exodus is really intricately involved in the description of the sanctuary as well, too. Mm-hmm. So... It talks mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. tabernacle and the... Well, the first temple was built. Yeah, the, the exactly. The, mm. And it's got, like, all sorts of, like, badger furs and all sorts of, like, different animals that are built uh, in the tabernacle. And the that tabernacle is kind of the blueprint for salvation. We've been mm-hmm. talking about the everlasting gospel. You want to know the everlasting gospel? Look at the sanctuary. Yeah, absolutely. That is the plan of salvation Through the sanctuary. Yeah. You see the movement from compartment to compartment representing each step that Jesus took to save us. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. Noise. That was the breakfast show. Gleaming or gleams of the golden morning by the Forbes family. Is Mm -hmm. that like a financial magazine family? I'm not sure what's going on with that. No, I think they're just people with the name Forbes, Forbes, which is like it's not the Forbes fan. It's not like a plural. It's their name is Forbes. What is similarly it was? to the yeah that, that turned out to be like a side venture of the very very rich people who talk about other very rich. They were people. like, "We're so rich, we're going to make ourselves some bluegrass gospel albums." It, it's just their thing. It's just yeah. what they're into. Hey, if I. If I was that rich, why wouldn't I do that? I would learn Absolutely. banjo. If oh, I was a millionaire, so I'd learn some banjo. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, is that you could learn it now. You don't need to. Banjos aren't that expensive. No, I've already made a point on Faith FM. I cannot learn banjo until I become a millionaire. 
You are listening to The Breakfast Show, and we've come to the end of the show where we give you something absolutely for free. And make guarantees that make no sense sometimes. Like, I won't learn banjo We consistently do that, yeah. 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 Well, more specifically, you consistently (laughs) do that. But hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text to win the giveaway for this week. Or for today, sorry. We've already done all the clues for the giveaway this week. The giveaway for today, The Next Superpower, Ancient Prophecies, Global Events, and Your Future by Mark Finley. Love this guy. So if you want to win this, we'll give it to you absolutely for free. All you have to do is be the first caller through. It is a race to the phone. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. We will see you here tomorrow for the breakfast show bright and early. Don't forget, talk faith, live faith, act faith. You will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God uphold you, with the sheep securely fold you, God be